Hi guys, what's up and welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I am the host. I am here today with one of my very best friends from Alabama, Katie Horan. A lot of you guys may know her from YouTube. She also has a YouTube channel and she's been on YouTube a lot longer than I have and I just have been so excited to bring her onto this episode and she's been a highly requested guest. So I will go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi guys, I'm so excited to be on the podcast. Thank you, Abby, for asking me. (laughs) Um, So I go to the University of Alabama. Like Abby, I'm a marketing major. I studied abroad my junior year fall and I'm a senior. So this is my last semester at Alabama. I'm doing an internship abroad next spring and then I'm officially graduating in May. So that's my little background. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're leaving. Ah! I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm literally going to cry. <laughs> um, yeah, Katie and I have known each other for a while. We can get into like how we met later. But um, I'm going to just go ahead and jump straight into our quotes. I know a lot of you guys were expecting this episode to go up a few weeks ago when I first announced um, on the Instagram page that we were recording together. But it was like right before fall break and it was just like not good timing really for either of us. So we just decided to push it to this week, but it's still happening. So it's all good. But my quote for the episode this week is surround yourself with people who care about you, not just those who say it, but those who show it. And that is by Alex L. And I just thought that was a very fitting quote because Katie is just like one of those people in my life and that's definitely like probably like my best friend here at Alabama and like the best friend Alabama has given me. So it's just like, so great to have someone on the podcast like that and also just it's really important to surround yourself with people who prove how they care about you and not just like say they do because actions mean more than words I love that those people (laughs) yeah so um we can go ahead and get into our goal and gratitude for the week I'll let you start if you're ready with it okay um my (laughs) goal for this upcoming week I want to start a new fitness routine I'm trying to get back into going to the gym I was sick the like week before fall break and then I didn't work out at all on fall break so I'm trying to get back into that next week and gratitude I am feeling really grateful for all the friends that I've made at Alabama this week seeing everybody after fall break we had dinner last night at Chewy's and I was just (laughs) realizing that I'm gonna miss these people so much and I just really want to take advantage of the like last weeks of the semester and just spend as much time as possible with them so that's what I'm grateful for right now I love that. Mine is super similar. My goal is like actually the exact same just because (laughs) as you guys know, I've had mono the past whatever, two or three weeks, I guess, or probably two and a half. And I finally just got like fed up and I messaged my doctor on our like little student help center like message page or whatever that we have through the university. And I just like messaged her and I said, I'm feeling a lot better. Can I work (laughs) out now? And she was just like, sure. So now that I've been like cleared or whatever, I'm going to prioritize that this week and I'm just like setting a goal of going four times this week. That may sound like a lot for getting back into it, but before I was doing three to five times a week and I'm like so motivated right now just after not doing anything for three weeks and just like not really eating my best also. Like I'm just so motivated to like get back into it. So that's also my goal and I'm like super excited to tackle that this week, especially because I don't really have any like tests or anything. So it's like I can really devote time to that. And honestly, my gratitude's like (laughs) pretty much the same. And like, I hate like being like, oh, that's the same as mine. Oh my gosh. But I, once you get back from fall break, you like blink and everything's over. So it's just kind of like, we just got back from fall break. You know, we have what? Like three weeks here. Three weeks. Three weeks here. We go home for Thanksgiving. Me too. And then dead week when we get back and then it's finals and then we're gone. And it's just like so crazy. But mine's honestly just I'm really this whole week I don't know what it was but like I've just been really grateful for like where I go to school I don't know if it's like I feel like there's been like so much this week like just really good I got like I did really well on like my tests and it was just very like affirming and I was like I was just like oh wow like you know like I'm actually doing well and like I just feel like my professors I I feel like we have such good professors in the business school for the most part like Mm -hmm. I was really grateful for that this week I had definitely a few moments where I was just like sitting there thinking you know, wow, like, I chose such an awesome school to go to, and then obviously, like, with a big football game this weekend, like, for me, I'm just like, wow, this is really cool to be going to a school, like, in its prime like this. Right. Um, I feel like it's just such a well-rounded school, and then also, likewise, with the friends, like, getting back from fall break, um, and I, you know, traveling to Seattle, I'm, like, really grateful that we have, that I even have the means to, like, travel and do that, because that's not something I could have, like, paid for two years ago, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, so thankful that I was able to do that, and, like, 
see a friend um, in Seattle and then like seeing my friends when I got back here, just like you said, super grateful for all the people that, you know, I've met through the years here, even though it's like not a large number, the quality is just like insane, like breaks the scale. (laughs) So it's really great. Um, I guess we're going to go ahead and hop into our first segment. You guys asked a lot of really great questions and this is, I'm really just going to be drilling the crap out of you, Katie. (laughs) This is going to be like your hardest interview yet. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, It'll be really good, but we can like talk about like how we met and like this first segment's just going to be kind of all about college, our time in college, um, studying abroad since Katie has definitely gotten a ton of experience in that. And that is something I am like not even on the rookie level of. (laughs) So it's just like, I think there's a lot that she can offer and we have two very different college experiences, but at the same time, they're very similar. So, and Katie and I have always gone through like the same stuff, but it's been like six months apart Mm -hmm. in a sense, like throughout college, like like whether it was like relationship stuff, friendship stuff, or like just how we were feeling or like even getting sick. Like it, it's always on the <laughs> yeah. same schedule. I don't know what it is, but it's just like our souls are like connected almost in the sense that we go through the same stuff. And then it's like really great because we understand each other really well because of that, I feel like. Absolutely. Um, I guess we can talk about how we met. I'll let you like start it off because you okay. like initiated it. <laughs> you extrovert you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, it was our freshman year. I feel like I'm telling, like, a date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is how we met. Um, <laughs> no, but, like, it was our freshman year of college. And for me, like, I was having a really hard first year. I was finding it really difficult to meet people that I really clicked with. And I feel like this is a struggle that a lot of people have. So I would just like to say, if you guys are going through something like that right now, if you're in a new environment and you're finding it hard to make genuine friendships, just keep going. It's going to get better. You're going to find your people. And I think that's really important to remember. So basically, it was the spring and I was scrolling YouTube one day and I found this girl's <laughs> college dorm tour oh, and I watched it. <laughs> I was like, wait, another Alabama YouTuber? So I clicked on it and I was like oh my god, she's so cool. So I started watching all of her videos. <laughs> and then I like, um, I think I commented on your Instagram or one of your Instagram posts. And I just said, oh, I just found your channel. I think what you're doing is really cool. I don't think I asked you to hang out, but I, it just blossomed into it that. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we ended up um, going to Sweet Home Food Bar, I think. In downtown. Oh my gosh, that was the first time. Yeah. I was thinking it was, I don't know why I was thinking it was something else. That was it. Yeah. So we had, oh, was it brunch or? Yes. It was. And then we went shopping, and did we find my, like, $10 pair of Was that that day? It was. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yeah. Katie, I took her into this thrift store because, like, my freshman year, my, like, budget was just (laughs) the low of lows. (laughs) So if I ever wanted to buy something for, like, if I had any kind of, like, interviews or anything, I would – there's this thrift store downtown that I always go to called Twice as Nice – and um, thrift, thrifting's fun for anyone, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, let's just go to this thrift store across the street or whatever from Sweet Home um, where we were eating. And Katie was like, yeah, I really have been looking for, like, a white pair of jeans. And I was like, oh, you can totally find some there. And we go in. And, like, I'm just like, oh, what size are you? And then she tells me. And, like, I just, like, find this white pair of jeans. They happen to be rag and bone. Mm-hmm. Which, like, at the time, I knew was, like, a very reputable like I was like I know this is a nice brand but I didn't know how nice it was right and Katie like looked up the exact pair of jeans and they were like how much online they were like two or three hundred dollars yeah and she got them for like twelve dollars I literally was so shook and they're my favorite (laughs) pair of jeans until my mom literally like stained them in the wash oh no I love you mom it's okay (laughs) but um yeah they're the best jeans we got the stains out so I still wear them but um yeah they that was, like, the best day. Yeah, so. yeah, and that was how we met. I mean, I, I, like, remember that moment, like, so well where, like, both of us walked up to, like, Sweet Home Food Bar. Like, I forgot it briefly, but now that you say oh, that, and, like... I remember. I remember just being, like, oh, my gosh, hey, and, like, <laughs> hugging, and, like, honestly, like, major props to you for, like, commenting on my picture, because I don't think I would have had the guts to do that to you. Like, and I hadn't... I, the thing is, is, okay, I hadn't found Katie's channel, but then, like, when she told me her, like whenever she was like, oh, I have a channel too or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. now we're probably, like, each other's, like, number one fan. Like, <laughs> commenting on each other's videos, right. like, hey, I miss you. Like, just literally like that. <laughs> like, all the time. And, like, I don't know. So that was, like, really great how we met and everything. And, you know, we had, like, every time we hang out, we just have, like, this running joke. Like, we can't really, like, make plans, like, after we yeah. hang out because we always end up, like, just hanging out for... <laughs> Like, it'll feel like 30 minutes, and it's, like, six hours have gone by, and we're like, like, uh, 
it's just like one of those friendships where like time just like flies and you don't even have a concept of time really like yeah. you don't think to look at your phone like none of that stuff which is really great and like I think too like when we met um similar to Katie it was a really low point in my life because we met spring of our freshman mm-hmm. year and I hadn't met anyone outside of my roommates at this point mm-hmm. um except for there was a small group I was in and like I had met some girls but they were all already like an established friend group Mm -hmm. and like they were the sweetest girls ever and like I love them to this day and I still see them and like say hey to them and stuff but like I didn't have any friendships that were like they just felt natural and were very like I don't know like where you connected on that deep level or whatever so Mm -hmm. and it was funny because when I met Katie it was when I was planning on transferring so it's like I met her and I became like we became like best friends and started hanging out all the time and then like I remember we were at Heritage House one day for, like, four hours, and I just, like, broke the news to her. I was like, yeah, I'm probably transferring. And she I was like... literally... <laughs> my face. I don't even know. I tried to, like, cover up the fact that I was absolutely distraught. We've known each other for, like, two weeks, and you're leaving. I was like, she can't leave. And so, um, yeah, we had a really long, like, I think, talk that night yeah. just about, like, everything, and... Ultimately, I guess you can tell the story about how you Yeah, staying, I mean, but... a lot of you guys already know it if you, like, watch my YouTube videos or whatever. There's, like, a... Cha- there's a video, like, so far back on my channel um, of, like, why I was planning on transferring. So, like, you can go dig back and find that if you want. I was planning on transferring to Florida, but um, it didn't end up working out, like, the way my, like, credits transferred or whatever. And thank God it didn't, because if it would have gone through, like, I probably would have ended up being there. And I don't think that was a... Dis- I was running from my situation instead of mm-hmm. just like facing it and conquering it so really glad I did it because now we're here and Katie and I are also the same personality type Myers-Briggs INFJ yes Ooh. any fellow INFJs I actually have a lot of like whenever I post stuff about it on my Instagram story I'm like okay we're supposed to be 1% of the population I but really why do I feel like sometimes. I know I'm like why do I feel like the entire 1% follows me because they all are <laughs> yeah. like but maybe we just attract that same that's what I think I think that it's like an attraction thing like because Katie and I, like, when we found that out, we were like, everything makes sense. Because, like, we just understand each other so well because I feel like INFJs always feel misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So feeling like each other understands each other is just, like, really big for us. But anyways, that's just, like, how we met, kind of, like, the foundation of our friendship. Um, and this is just, like, a lighthearted favorite thing about each other. Aww. I'll let you go. Wait, Sorry I to put you on the think. spot. No, I know. I I'm going like to have to think, too. I... I don't know. I feel like... Okay, I'm just gonna say like the first thing I think, which is probably not like the the one thing I would right. come to. Right, like we could think about, about it for a long time. Minutes, yeah, but <laughs> just like off the top of my head, I feel like Abby's the type of person that is like such a good listener, and not only like a good listener, but like a good responder. If that makes sense, <laughs> you know, like how sometimes you feel like you can't talk to certain friends about things that you're going through. I've like never felt that way. I feel like I can always come to like Abby and tell her if there's something that's like going on in my life and yeah she just always provides like really great insight and just like makes you really feel like you're heard and Aww. yeah I like that's no cheesy. Really, I mean I, I mean like my mom has always said that to me but like I feel like I've never had a friend okay you and Logan are, like the people that say that to me but you guys are like the people I know that like you Logan and Megan I would say are, like I know you guys are the closest yeah. so it's just like that that's for sure something I like try to do I like to try and like listen to people because I love how it feels Mm -hmm. similarly like you're the same way but like just so I'm not like oh I feel the same um my thing with you is just like it's really just like three words like I would say support transparency and vulnerability like the same thing I feel like I can be as vulnerable as I want to be with you I can say like anything and I know you won't judge like I know that you know you'll listen and you will always support me no matter what and like I just feel like you're always there through everything and you're like that friend like we can not speak for like you know whatever a couple months when you're abroad or whatever and then like come back and pick right back up where we left off Mm -hmm. and like I just love how I don't know I guess supportive Katie is I guess in a friendship because it's just like she's very she's like there like even if it's not like a verbal you know like communication every single day or whatever it's like she is always you know, asking how I'm doing, like, you know, like, when I've been sick, like, she's asked, like, the most, like, how I'm doing, like, out of everyone, like, she's just always so caring and genuine, and she's just very honest, too, so, like, I really love that. It's just so great. I'm gonna cry. (laughs) I know, right? I'm gonna, like, just cry on my way to, like, leading my test review. (laughs) It's gonna be fine. It's fine. Um, I have, what was your freshman year like on here, and since we kind of, like, already dabbled on that, I'll let you just kind of give because I mean you do you did rush you can kind Mm -hmm. of like just quickly like run through that 
So I started my freshman year and I had just graduated like a year early from high school. So I was just trying to have like a fresh start and I decided that I was going to go through recruitment and I did pledge a sorority. I really struggled. That was um, a lot of um, what I'm talking about when I say that I struggled to really click with people. I don't think it was anything against my actual sorority. I think it was just I don't know, maybe the place where I was at or even just like the people that I happened to talk to were just not like people that I really, really clicked with. So I was really struggling to have like hanging out friends, not just like friends I would sit with at chapter or lunch or something like that. And so ultimately I decided that I was going to drop. So I dropped my first semester, end of my first semester. And in my second semester, I made it my goal to join a lot of things. This is something that I really encourage if you're trying to kind of find your place in college. So I, um, I want to say auditioned. I interviewed <laughs> for a um, the ambassador program at my business school. And so I did that in the spring, I believe. And then I did Charge, which is a fitness club for girls. And it's really, really cool. I highly recommend it if it's uh, participating at one of your schools and I started I think I did a small group and I think I maybe served at church so I just tried to get involved with a lot of things and I did meet people through that and um yeah so that was kind of how my freshman year went it started off kind of rocky but by the end of it I was in a really good place and I was really excited for the next year yeah I really love how you just like took your situation and applied yourself and you're like you know what this isn't working I'm gonna make a change because I think a lot of people just get scared um, of what will happen, you know, if they drop their sorority that early or mm-hmm. cause I feel like a lot of people hanging on to it because they're just scared yeah. of what people may think or what people may say that you just are like, this isn't working for me. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it because that's what's best for me. And right. that's really good that you were able to like change, make that change and then adapt and like find things that you could submerge yourself in. Um, and as far as like your transition into college goes, what do you think was like the best part about coming into college and then like the hardest part about transitioning into college? Um, I think the best part, I always say this, but just like that feeling of being truly independent, I, you really can't compare it to anything else. I think going through high school, you know, I always lived at home and I always was surrounded by my family, which was amazing. But going into college, having that sense of, I can literally do whatever I want and that can be a good thing or a bad thing, but Mm -hmm. just kind of having to become an adult in a sense um I feel like that really was a huge transition that I really liked and in the same way I think that kind of was the hardest part too because I was homesick a lot I missed my family I was feeling kind of like a fish out of water in a sense the first semester so I think um it's really like what you make of it but it's difficult to sometimes have that independence and know what to do with it so I think that was definitely like the biggest transition that had pros and cons oh for sure yeah I agree with that I mean the homesickness is something I think everyone goes through especially I think a lot of people don't expect it Mm -hmm. um or they do expect it but some people get so obsessed with the idea of the independence and they're Mm like oh I'm not gonna miss my family and then it just kind of hits you all at once you're on like a high the first couple like weeks and then you're just like Like, oh where's my mom where's my dad yeah oh my gosh um and how do you think you've changed from senior year of college or I have senior year of college to now. That's uh, three months. Um, well, <laughs> from freshman year months. of college. <laughs> so now, like, how do you think you've changed the most? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've changed so much. I For feel like sure. I'm not the same person. And I think I get comments like that on my YouTube channel, too. Just people feeling like, oh, my God, you're a different person. And I think... Let us grow. <laughs> I feel like that's super understandable coming from an outside point of view. But I also feel like that's completely normal. Oh, for sure. Change so much. I mean, I feel like my morals and my values have stayed the same. You know, like, I'm a very big, like family person Mm -hmm. and I you know care a lot about my friendships and my relationship and so that part hasn't changed but just kind of I guess the way I see the world I feel like I'm a lot more open-minded now and I've kind of learned what I really would like out of my life and I I still don't know what I want to do career-wise so (laughs) that hasn't happened but I think that I've just kind of learned that I really want something in my life that's going to consistently challenge me and I want to feel like I'm always growing I think I sort of learned over the years that my biggest fear is just becoming like really stagnant and not growing or just kind of having a very like mediocre 
this is what I do. I don't love it. I don't really feel anything about it. Like, you know, I'd rather feel something. Like, if it's, I really don't like this, I want to change it. Or mm-hmm. I'm really happy for this next chapter that I have. So I think for me, that's the way I've changed a lot. Because I think I had a very specific plan that I thought my life was going to go like. I could have told you exactly from, like, aged 18 to 25, probably what I thought my life was going to look like. And it's just drastically changed. And I just learned to be okay with that. So I think that's how I've grown the most is just being like very open to change yeah and I think from like before we answer the next question I like have to say this because it's something I always say about you and this is probably just as far up with like how supportive you are as a friend and how like you know great of a friend you are one thing I've always like admired about you is like a person I say this to Griffin all the time I'm like I wish so badly that I could be on like Katie's level of just being okay with chasing my dreams because it's just Mm -hmm. like I am so held back by fear and I preach a lot and like oh don't let fear hold you back I'm really good about doing that as far as like the creative aspect of my life goes with YouTube and Mm -hmm. everything but when it comes to like my career I am like literally so scared like shaking in my boots (laughs) like I'm literally like so scared to just like full force do exactly what I want to do and I'm that's something I'm not very open about um just because it's something that's very undecided and unsure for me but I've told Griffin so many times Katie is so just okay like and so happy like to just literally like let life take her where it takes her and Mm -hmm. like she I always tell him like I wish I could just like let go of the fear and chase what I really want to do and just be okay with things falling into place but like and that is totally how you have grown because I can totally see freshman year you having that plan and being scared and everything right. like in the position I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. And now you're like so far ahead of that in the sense that you're just like, you know, I don't know exactly what I want to do and I'm okay with that, but I'm mm-hmm. going to pursue what I want to do right now anyways. And that's something I've like always just like looked up to you in a sense of or, or about. So that I just want to like say that because that's, I feel like I haven't even like said that to you before, but I literally told Griffin that like all the time. I'm just Aww. like, why can't I be on that level? <laughs> Thank you so much. Of no, course. I, I like think that it's something that like I sometimes, like I, I struggle with a lot of like anxiety and, and things like that. And then in the same way, I'm also like, let's just do this. Like yeah. I changed my mind, but so it's very like, I think I have my moments for sure where I'm just like, am I making the of right course. decision? What am I doing? And so I'm having to lean a lot on just being like, I have to trust God's plan. Yeah. And if everything falls apart, it falls apart. <laughs> and like, so, but if it falls into place, that's good too. So, yeah. No, I think like it's definitely half and half. Sometimes I feel like really like I'm going to do this and then others not. But I really appreciate that. Oh, of Thank course. You. Of course. And what made you choose your major? Um, okay, so I changed my major three times. <laughs> I came into college. I was a business management major, which I didn't even know what that meant. Okay, I was like, what is that? I was like, management. That sounds nice. So I did that for, like, I think one one year. And then my sophomore year, I think it was my sophomore year spring, I made the hasty decision to change my major. And it was because I had just interviewed for this internship that I really wanted. And it was like... A really cool company. I mean, is it weird to say the company? Can I say it? I think so. Okay, it was Chick-fil-A. I knew (laughs) you were going to say that. I was like, I bet this is the Chick-fil-A one. (laughs) No, literally. So I went, I interviewed for their like corporate headquarters doing a marketing internship and I really wanted it because it was in Atlanta. So I wanted to be in that city. I wanted to have like a really good first internship experience and I didn't get the internship and I found it out on the day of the national championship, and I Aww, won. Yeah, but I cried <laughs> but the whole I cried. night. And so I decided Aww. from that that therefore marketing was not for me. <laughs> so I decided, okay, I have to change it to MIS. So I did MIS, which is kind of like computer science mixed with business. I did that for one semester. It was good. It was a total different challenge to my brain, but it was ultimately not for me. And so I switched back to marketing. And the reason that I love marketing, I will say, is because it has a lot to do with psychology and understanding how humans think. And that to me is super intriguing because it's very, it's a very humanized aspect yeah. of business and you really have to understand the consumer. And that to me is just like so cool. So I really like digital marketing and social media marketing, of course, but it took me a second to get there. And I also just want to 
uh, say that if you don't get an internship in the field that you think you want to go to, don't like, you know, impulsively not change it and say it's not for you because there are more companies out there that I, and now that I, my first inter- internship experience was awesome. It was at a smaller company. It was only part-time, but it was an amazing, amazing experience. So yeah. Really great advice. <laughs> yeah. It's totally normal to change your major. I mean, definitely don't get too caught up on that. What do you think your best investment in college has been? Which I think I know your answer, if you're going to answer the way I think you are. Wait. Wait. What's This yours? could be, well, I don't, oh. <laughs> um, I'm like, is oh it, gosh. Like, like an experience or a, ta- or a uh, No, it can be investment. I mean, anything that you like Ooh. devoted a lot of time and money to. So I think I like know yours, but like. Wait, what do you think about it? Study abroad? Oh, like, well, maybe. <laughs> I, I guess because my scholarship covered it, I don't. Think okay, of, you like, don't think? Okay, makes sense. But makes I did. Sense. I did spend a lot of my own money that semester yeah. on trips and stuff. Most people are probably like, "Oh, the education." If, like, if I, <laughs> if I had to, that's a really good answer. If I had to say like one, like investment that like. Yeah, that would probably be it. Like for experience wise, my life, my entire life literally changed after I studied abroad, which I feel like is so oh, cliche. Yeah. To say. <laughs> it really all, is, but it's okay. Study, all study abroad students ever. <laughs> like, um, no, I think um, that would be like the most uh, significant experience investment. And then I think if I was going to say like an actual object, maybe the, <laughs> my AirPods. <laughs> I love the honesty. I love the honesty. I don't buy that much, like, technology. Right. And I had my camera for vlogging, I think, a little bit before Mm -hmm. college. And I had my laptop, so AirPods. AirPods. I love that. They are really great. I think I I will answer this one because I haven't answered it before. Um, Even though I'm on scholarship, just like you, um, I think that it's, I guess, the education, which, like, even though I'm not paying for it out of pocket, I am paying for it with my time and the opportunity cost. I'm not doing something else right now. But the education, because a lot of times I sit here and I get really frustrated because I'm like, I feel like I know nothing in accounting. And then I think about where I was three years ago and I'm like, oh, no, 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 sis, you know a lot. Like, you're good. Because <laughs> do you ever like think about like in your classes, you're yes. like, I feel like I don't know this. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when I find myself thinking that, I just like put myself in my freshman year position and I'm like, wow, you have learned a lot. Yeah. Like, even if I way. don't remember the specifics from classes, which no one really does long term, I have genuinely learned a lot. So I think that's like the best like experience slash time investment. And then as far as like object goes, I have to say my camera because, yeah. I mean, my Canon G7X Mark II, I bought two of them in college because I threw my first one away on accident. By <laughs> in a lunchbox. Literally, like, who am I? Um, clearly, like, when my mind's not mentally there, I just throw away really expensive items No, on that's accident. a really good answer, though. Yeah, because, like, like, wouldn't have this podcast, wouldn't have the YouTube channel, wouldn't have met you, like, hello. The camera <laughs> literally changed everything. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Best $600 or $500, however much it was I've ever spent. And then I also have to say my Mac desktop because this is just, like, made editing a lot more efficient for me. Yeah. Um. And that was like a, that's a large investment. That's a large, yeah, for sure. But it it was worth it. And how do you think is the best way to like meet people and make good and genuine friends in college? Um, I feel like it happens usually naturally. So Mm -hmm. I can't say there's like one place you're going to meet your lifelong friends. I think that for everyone it's different. Um, But just to kind of get yourself in the environment where you're going to be meeting people and you're going to be making friends, I would say joining organizations on campus. I feel like a broken record because I've said this on my (laughs) own channel, but it's truly like you can't, I don't know, something that my um, boyfriend always says to me is like, I'll say, oh, like, I'm really unhappy with like this part of my body. Like, I really want to go to the gym and then I'll go to the gym and be like, I don't look better. Like, like what, like what the heck? And he'll be like, so is the solution to never go to the gym again and stay in your apartment? Like, no. So it's sort of just like, you're not going to meet friends staying in your dorm all day. And if you do go out, you may not, you know, make friends the first time, but it's definitely better that you're trying. So, um, yeah, I think just getting into clubs, organizations and yeah, anything in your community is really I, I really like that answer. Like going into the environment where you like want to meet those people, like, do you want to meet, like, friends that are crazy and go out every night? Go to the bar. Do you want to meet friends that are going to exactly. be good study partners? Go to the library or talk to somebody that sits front row in your class. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to meet someone that will go to church with you? Go to church. You know what I mean? Like, you just have to, like, put yourself in that environment and the people will yeah. naturally come to you. And a lot of times it happens when, you know, you're not expecting it. I mean, use social media, too, because my three closest friends at Alabama I met through Instagram. Same. DMs and comments. Same. And, I mean, I say it's through YouTube because it really was because... 
Megan and Julia found my found me through YouTube, and then like I guess you did too, technically. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and you don't have to have a YouTube channel to make friends. I mean, yeah. you can literally like click. I don't know. Like it's. I feel like it's easy because like if you follow someone that goes to your school or like make friends with your roommates' friends, like it can just kind of. You just have to be open to those experiences and like step outside your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And what do you think is the best tip you have like for maintaining a healthy routine and trying to stay fit in college? Um, discipline. I actually have to shout this out to, um, the What We Said podcast. I heard it in episode one day and they were talking about how you can't wait until you feel like you want to do something or you feel motivated to do it because if you always are waiting to feel motivated, you won't. (laughs) Right. And I am like the, like example of this because when I want to eat healthy and go to the gym, I'll do it. And then when I don't, I won't. And I just... I need to get past that and be able to say, I don't feel like doing this, but it's good for me, so I'm going to do it. And so I think kind of getting to that place, it's definitely a long journey, and I've had total like ups and downs with it um, as the years have gone by in college. But yeah. just kind of trying to say, what are my priorities? What are my goals? What are the actual steps that are going to get me there? And that is how... I think discipline ties into that because it's not always going to be something you want to do and it's right. easy because then you would have already done it. So right. there's a certain element of, okay, I have to actually force myself sometimes to do the things that I know are good for me. Yeah. And I would say the same exact thing as her. I mean, especially like my thing is I've always been in the gym and working out. I mean, like since high school, but as far as like discipline goes, I've been the most disciplined since like this summer and then early in the school year. And honestly, once you do it for three weeks, it's habit. And you will literally, like, feel completely different if you don't do it anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. for me, like, a lot of people are like, you need to stop being so hard on yourself about missing going to the gym. And they think it's, like, uh, how I view my body thing. But a lot of it's a mental thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel so much more stressed when I'm not going to the gym because I'm not expending that, like, negative energy. And I'm not, you know, releasing those endorphins or whatever. But the discipline is definitely, like, the number one part. Like, you just have to do it even if you don't want to and know that by the end of it you will always feel better like you never really feel worse after you work out unless you're just like really sick and you shouldn't be working out but I really like that answer no that's something that I really admire about Abby is just that's another thing I I think that's like what I would have said again like if I had time to think about the question but just I've always looked up to how when Abby has a goal she just like I feel like that's kind of what you said but I feel like you do it more (laughs) like really like take the steps and you like are very like disciplined in the sense that if you want to go to the gym you go to the gym and like I've always and also with YouTube like consistently posting on YouTube and doing well in school I've always just been like that is so cool I really I really admire that yeah no I just thought of that (laughs) we're gonna be like popping in throughout the entire episode like oh yeah another thing (laughs) another compliment (laughs) oh my gosh um and what do you think like as far as I know like we have really busy college schedules a lot of people do a lot of people like work part-time full-time um you know we have a very like unconventional full-time job on the side but full-time job on the side that's kind of like contradicting but um, (laughs) full-time job how do you think it's best to just like find time to like have a social life and hang out with friends with such a busy schedule in college that is a really hard question I'm like not the best at seeing people consistently and also when I'm when I'm stressed I tend to isolate myself Mm -hmm. which is something that I often realize I'm not or I don't realize I'm doing until it's happened and my friends are like wait where are you (laughs) are you good (laughs) so but I will say that this semester and also last semester I really tried to make it a habit we had like a weekly hangout catch-up sesh that we would do and I think that that's really helpful but also Doing little things with your friends, like if you have to go grocery shopping, just texting them like, hey, I'm going grocery shopping right now, do you want to go? Or um, going to the gym together, studying studying together is really, really good. Um, Because then you can get the things done that you want to get done, but you also can be spending time with your friends. So that would be my biggest tip. I agree. Yeah, those little things like definitely are important because it's just like, especially if you're busy all the time, just like bring a friend with you to like run your errands or... You know, if you're going to literally be doing anything, just ask them. And, yeah, Katie and I definitely, like, we're, like, a weekly, like, hangout. Like, we devote, like, one day a week. Like, it's not the same day every week, but, like, for a while, we were going to Panera every Wednesday night. <laughs> okay, 6.30? Okay. Yeah, it sounds good. Like, after class? Yeah, so I think, like, just, like, having that routine of, like, making sure you see... I mean, because it's really important for, like, your mental and emotional health, like, to see those friends, like, 
Because I know if I, like, because I'm kind of the same way when I get really stressed, I kind of, like, just neglect, like, asking my friends to do anything Mm -hmm. until I'm not stressed anymore. But in reality, it helps a lot to, like, have someone with me, like, an hour of my day when I'm really stressed to Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, not be thinking about what I have to do. So that's definitely really important. And just being intentional, like, with the time you spend with them, too. And just, like, it doesn't have, you don't have to spend, like, three hours getting ready to go out and then go out for an entire night for it to be hanging out with your friends like yeah. you can do those little things like grocery shopping together and it still count for sure um okay what's your morning routine I love asking this question so much oh my gosh I have <laughs> the worst morning routine <laughs> I feel like you know when you make morning routines on YouTube at least for me it's like my ideal right. perfect scenario morning routine and I think that it it changes from day to day I of think course. this semester I have been trying to have somewhat of a morning routine last semester I was much better at it where I would make myself a really nice breakfast before I went to class I was making fancy pancakes and stuff but I don't <laughs> know if you guys if you saw my vlogs you would know that I literally was me ma- I make a lot of smoothies and stuff so I try to have breakfast for me the easiest things have been um, oatmeal and smoothies that's what for I usually sure. will make for breakfast and Sometimes I'll go to the gym in the morning. This semester is super weird for me because my classes don't start until 2. So I literally have the entire day to do everything, which ends up a lot of times being nothing because I literally just lay in my bed and I'm like not getting out. But I mean, I think that I usually, I'll just call my mom or my boyfriend in the morning because of the time change with my boyfriend now. It's, It's easy to talk to him in the morning. So I do that. Then I get out of bed. Then I usually get something to eat. If I do go to the gym, that's great. If not, I usually work on YouTube stuff and try to get some emails editing done. I am in the process of like decluttering my apartment. So I've been trying to tackle like a different room every day. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. But I feel like that's so, I mean, no, that's, that's so true because I know I think it was last semester, or no, 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 it was fall of my, I don't know what I'm saying, fall of my junior year. My classes didn't start till 1230 Mm -hmm. on Tuesday, Thursday, and then I was in class until 445. Right. Yeah, so kind of similar to you, but a little bit earlier. Um, And up until 1230, I had the best intentions of getting up, going to the gym, getting some homework done, studying for a test, and then going to class. But in reality, if you're about to sit in class for four to six hours, right. Why would you push yourself to, like, tire yourself out before that? Because you want to be mentally there for your classes. And, like, I totally relate because in the morning, like, on those days, I found myself a lot more productive on the mornings where I didn't have the classes than the mornings I did have classes. And I had to, like, become okay with not being, like, this superwoman during the morning of the classes. I mean, you have four back-to-back hour and 15-minute classes, and that's not easy. Yeah, it's really brutal, but I think, like, also I... I feel like I don't have that much time because I'm like, oh, I have class today. But in reality, I have so many hours. Yes, and so it's yeah. a very, it's a tricky thing. I don't know if I would make my schedule like this again, but it is nice because I feel like I have the whole day, every single day to just like have the morning to myself. So that's that is nice. nice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to like dive deep into your study abroad experience. Um, we got tons of questions about this because everyone knows you like are the study abroad queen, I guess, on YouTube. (laughs) Um, So how much money did you save before you went abroad, I guess? Okay, so I... I If you even remember. I I think (laughs) I remember. I tried to have a budget of around $3,000, I would say, because I was covering my own food, all of my trips, um, any, like, extra nights out, you know, because Barcelona is a very, like, nightlife city, and drinks are really expensive, And that can add up. And just honestly, when you're out and you're traveling, the hostel costs costs money. Going to dinners costs money. You're constantly splitting costs for transportation and things like that. So I think I saved around $3,000. I think I spent most of that, um, maybe more, honestly. But That's okay. It was really nice that our scholarship at our school covers the cost of the program because I know that that's a huge reason that a lot of people don't study abroad, but I would say that it's very possible to budget. I didn't, like, blow my money all the time, um, like, just on random stuff, and I honestly didn't eat out even that much because I just would, like, not eat. I don't even know what I remember that. Yeah, you were, like, adjusting to the food there and, like, your appetite, like, with the time change. I remember you talking about that. I literally, like, 
lost weight and I was just so confused. I think my viewers were really confused too because they were like, Katie, what's going on with you? <laughs> and I just was not hungry. So for a long time, probably like three months into this semester, I wasn't even spending that much on food anyway. So um, you can find cheap flights. I mean, there's a flight that I was looking at the other day. I've been tracking it for some time now <laughs> and it's from like Germany to Spain and it is like $12, maybe <gasps> 10 $12. For, like, a two-hour flight. What? Like, to, this would be, like, us going to, like, Texas or to Florida or even maybe You can't New do York. that for less than twelve dollars most of the time. Well, I literally... So, Twelve yeah. dollars. <laughs> I <was> shook. <laughs> Katie just, like, add to cart. Let's go. Literally. So... You have um, to. Yeah, and hostels you can find, like, cheap deals on. So yeah. I think it's good to save a little... Like, have a little, like, nest egg for that. Um, but you can really find ways to yeah and I think it's I mean that's awesome I definitely want to say that like if you are at a school where you're on scholarship and the scholarship covers studying abroad please for the love of god like go because I I should have I I planned like my entire freshman year I would say fall of my sophomore year I had plans to do it and I just never did where were you gonna go my my dream in high school was go to Ireland because I read this book and I need to figure out what the name of that book is literally like this fictional book and this girl studied abroad you might you need to read it I need to find the name of it because yeah. I think you would really like it I feel it. like I heard of it or something I might have told you about it like my freshman year but I read this book and this girl like goes and studies abroad in Ireland and she was like search I don't know like she was studying abroad and she like stayed with like a family there or whatever mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like her experience on that trip and like the cliffs of Moher or whatever it's called like it was like a very like significant area in that book and those are the iconic cliffs in Ireland mm-hmm. and like I was like I want to go to Dublin study abroad there whatever and then um after that was like kind of like going into college I thought I wanted to do that and then once I got into my freshman year I was like actually I think I want to go to like Mm -hmm. London or something and I never really had like a set area and I think that was my problem is like I kept like doing research on programs I knew which program I wanted to do but I just didn't really take action Mm -hmm. and I kept saying oh I'll do it next time and I never wanted to go for an entire semester I kind of just wanted to do a summer situation but I think what ended up happening is I felt so much pressure from my major, like, with having an internship, and I felt really nervous that I wouldn't get, because, I mean, they pretty much, like, what is the word? They, like, uh, brainwashed you into, like, needing to go big four, mm-hmm. and I felt like I couldn't get a big four internship if I didn't have an internship before that, which in reality is not true, because most people don't have one before their big four internship, and if you do, it's, like, great. If not, it doesn't matter. And I felt so much pressure to do that after my, like, sophomore year and between my sophomore and junior year. And I was like, I need to, like, do something that's going to, like... Which, in reality, study abroad probably would have looked even better, almost. Like, because I could have, like, gotten a job there or something or an internship during the summer. But, yeah. What I was saying, anyway, is just if you have the opportunity, do it. Because it's definitely, like, my biggest regret, I think. For sure. And next study abroad question. How do you handle being away from, like, your friends and family and significant other for so long? Because... Katie is in a long-distance relationship. I mean, like, literally across the world. I almost said country. I always say country. I'm like, oh, wait, no. It's literally the world. <laughs> the like- world. <laughs> um, I think this is the hardest thing about traveling abroad. Mm-hmm. So, for me, going to Barcelona was really scary. And I honestly cried the first, like, two weeks, probably, or the first ten days. Like, every single night feeling like Aww. I made a mistake, really, because I was, like... I don't have any friends here yet and all this stuff and it was really really scary and now like on the flip side me being in America and having my boyfriend who's from Germany it's like the same thing you're kind of like oh now I miss them and all this stuff so that is definitely to me like the biggest downside when you travel so far away because I am really really close with my parents and obviously my boyfriend I wish I could spend like all the time together but anyway I think handling it um it's definitely an adjustment period but I would say eventually you will find your group I found my group and I literally miss them all to this day because we're from literally all over and um it's difficult to know when I'll see like some of the friends from there again which is really scary but at the same time um you really do um get used to it and I think because there's so much going on you're constantly like just being like 
um, I guess like mentally, like having so many new experiences and it's just a lot to um, take in. You kind of are a little bit distracted, I would say, at least I was. So you do miss your family, but just trying to FaceTime them as much as possible. I was very lucky that my parents visited me for about two weeks. So we got to go to Paris together. My parents went to London. I got to show them Barcelona. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think doing any sort of long distance friendship relationship is difficult but just trying to like have a time where you guys talk on the phone um every day if you can would be great (laughs) yeah for sure for sure and then making friends abroad I know you just kind of said you like found your group and you were stressed Mm -hmm. in the beginning like how did how was that process and what was it like it was kind of different it felt like a kind of weird summer camp honestly because (laughs) it's funny I've never heard that it really feels like because it's like for my program we were all like Americans Uh so it was just like we were all thrown into this new city like imagine like I guess I don't even know how many we were but just like a big group of like kids in this new city for a lot of us I feel like it was our first time out of the country for me it was my first time alone like leaving the country I was literally like what the heck is happening so um you meet a lot of friends really quickly and I will say this about study abroad everyone I think feels pressured in some sense to like click with the first person because you kind of feel like you're freshman all over again and it's sort of the same advice I would give if you were a freshman the people you make like friends with at first may not be the friends that you end up like sticking with for the whole trip but if anything you're going to really find your group or you might have people that you don't get along with well at first and then they end up being your best friends and so I would just say you know take it with an open mind you're all going through like a really kind of unique experience but you all get to go through that together and I think that's what bonds your friendships like so closely when you study abroad because you guys can understand what the other person's going through and in a lot of ways other people don't exactly understand so yeah I think just putting yourself out there going on the excursions and um yeah just being open-minded because it was my first time living with other people and I was terrified but I ended up loving it so much so and now I don't like living alone anymore so oh my gosh yeah completely flipped that for me yeah because you were like so I remember you're like living alone's it (laughs) being like how am I gonna have a roommate I remember talking about that because you're like asking me because you know like I lived with like, roommate in college like how, how does this work like what do you do and now you're just like uh lonely no. I'm like, <laughs> lonely in my my studio apartment right it's crazy how it changes and then as far as like the process of applying the study abroad um I guess you don't really have to give steps on that just because like it's probably different at every school but I guess like how you mm-hmm. did all of that and what the process was like finding a program that kind of thing yeah so the general kind of process I think for a lot of colleges they have like a database that you can search through for me I knew that I wanted to go to Barcelona which honestly in retrospect I don't know why I picked Barcelona but I'm <laughs> like eternally grateful that it was in my head as the city I wanted to go to so I knew I wanted to go there so I looked on the database and I found um, this specific program that I that was an affiliate with Alabama, so that meant that the scholarship would be applied towards that. And the general kind of process of um, applying, you just kind of apply, and then you have to get your visa so that you can stay in the country longer than 90 days, which is a whole process, but they really help you through that. And yeah, you can just kind of pick uh, the classes you want to take, and it's really, really fun. Just It's very exciting. It was sometimes a stressful process, but um, yeah, I think it's completely normal to have a lot of nerves going into before you study abroad and having that like application fear as you're submitting everything and you're like, do I really want to do this? I guess so. <laughs> and like clicking the, but ultimately it was a really good experience. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then what do you think your biggest lesson learned studying abroad was? Oh, that's like, that's like a deep, that's like deep. <laughs> drilling in there. <laughs> um, best lesson, best lesson learned. I think it is to, oh, it's so cheesy, never judge a book by its cover, um, in the sense of, like, you're going to be exposed to so many different cultures and people, and for me, like, coming from America, I had never met anybody that was from, like, France, or Germany, or Belgium, or Spain, and so it was very, very cool to be able to hear people speaking different languages and have completely different cultural norms and so having an open mind and not kind of making assumptions too quickly is probably the biggest lesson I learned because if you would have asked me in the first three days while I was there if I thought this was like a worthwhile experience I would have said no and then if anyone (laughs) talks to me now I'm like the poster child for study abroad (laughs) like literally (laughs) can find a way to bring it into every conversation literally I try not to do that but it is like something that I am an absolute like 
advocate for because I think that it brings value to so many people's lives and just you can see the world in a different perspective so that's what I learned (laughs) yeah I love that you use that as your lesson because just like you said at the beginning of the episode how you've grown as a person Mm -hmm. your open mind like you said that Um, and that's like so like that really ties it together and shows how studying abroad helped you grow as a person because you're so much more open-minded now and I love that yeah um and your biggest tip for studying abroad what do you think like just like a number one like crucial thing you would say to anyone that's like about to go study abroad don't be scared yes don't be um I would say I know that not everybody has the best experience with study abroad just as there's so many people that are like oh it's the best time of my life like everyone should do it it may not be the best experience of your life like you may realize from studying abroad that you'll be happy anywhere in the world but you'd rather be close to your family and that is completely normal too and you may realize hey, I don't really like the food here. Like, this this is not my favorite kind of cuisine to eat. And that's also okay. So I think my biggest tip is just that your experience is going to be your own unique experience and that you shouldn't compare to anybody else's because genuinely you have no idea how it's going to be going into it. And it's a very nerve-wracking thing. And I feel very lucky that I had a great experience. But if you didn't, you're going to have other great experiences. Yeah, yeah. that's so awesome. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and hop into the second segment, and that's just going to basically be, like, YouTube and post-grad life. I know you're, like, about to upload, like, a really deep (laughs) Q&A on YouTube here in, like, the next few days. It's just going to answer a lot of questions, but you can kind of, like, go over your plans on the podcast, too, just for people who have, you know, just now found you or whatever on the podcast or if they haven't watched your YouTube videos before. So what are your post-grad plans as of right now? So, um, very fun topic. I, uh, I'm going to be technically graduating in May, but I think I said this at the beginning, I'm going to be doing an internship next spring in Germany, and I'm going to be basically ending my semester at Bama in December, and then I'm going to fly to Italy because I'm doing a trip with EF Ultimate Break for 10 days, and then I'm going to be doing a very short two-week study abroad term in Barcelona to get my very last class credit so that I'm done with all of my undergraduate coursework and so then by default I wouldn't technically get my diploma until May because it takes some time for that credit to transfer so that is my tentative plan I do plan on going to grad school which is something that I'm really excited about I just took the GMAT and I am applying to three main schools I'm applying to um, the University of Cologne in Germany Copenhagen Business School in Denmark and Asade in Barcelona, Spain. So love that. Um, I'm really excited. I want to get my master's in, in something related to marketing. I want to maybe learn more about international management and do a special program for that. So those are my tentative plans. I'm pretty much working until end of June, and then I would start grad school in the fall of 2020. So it's a lot going on. I just don't feel necessarily ready to jump into my full-time working yet, but I may feel differently after this internship. Yeah. Um, well, that totally makes that. sense when I think about, like, I mean, you're, I mean, you really did graduate high school early. I mean, you're kind of technically done with college early, too. Yeah. So <laughs> if I was in your position, I definitely think I'd feel the same way because, I mean, like, I really like how you're not putting that pressure on yourself to do what, like, the societal norms are. And you're yeah. just like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do when I'm ready. So I really like that. And then what's your Thank dream you. career? Okay. So Abby and I were talking today at the <laughs> shop and... Um, we were talking about like photography and graphic design and stuff like that. So I am not the best artist in the world by any means. <laughs> I also don't know that much about photography, but I do know that I really, really enjoy creative fields and I really like YouTube, though I don't think I could do it full time just because I think that I wouldn't have enough, uh, content necessarily right. based on what my current YouTube channel is about, which is vlogs. I just don't see myself um, enjoying that that much because I did it this summer and I just found it, it really... It becomes work. It becomes work and it feels very much, am I doing this for my video? Am I doing yeah. this because this is actually my life? And for me, I just got really burnt out very easily. So I love my YouTube channel. I want to start refreshing my content in 2020 and just kind of making new videos and changing up my editing. So I think that's a great career. I also could totally see myself doing kind of other creative outlets so kind of like graphic design for something like that or just I don't know making doing a little small artwork for like companies or ads or something like that I'm not that good but I would also like to just do it as like a fun creative outlet so something like that or photography I would love to be a photographer because I I've kind of been messing around with my camera since I was I don't know 15 
15, 16 years old. So it's something that I really enjoy, but I haven't really taken the time to truly learn about. So I want to start taking some classes on that. And um, all of those things are kind of the creative things that I could see myself doing. Um, I'd love to own like a little state, like a stationary boutique. (laughs) That is so specific, But like, you know, like planners and stuff. So that would be really cool. And probably in the meantime, I'm going to work in digital marketing. I would love to work on some influencer marketing just because I think it would be so cool to see the other side of it. I also think that if you are like in content creation or you have a YouTube channel, you understand to an extent how that works from your side. So being on the other side, I feel like I would have a lot of empathy for like other creators and stuff like that. But I would also feel like I could have good insights to bring to like the brand side and be like, this is how you need to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Just because based on like my own pet peeves or things that I like and dislike about working with brands, I think I could bring some of that to whatever career I have. So for sure. And really quickly, can I say like, I need to like take some graduation pictures for you before you oh, leave. Oh, we should do that. I know we talked about that. Just like let me take them, like so I can just like play around. Because I mean, I'm, like my photography class, like I want to like use yeah. those skills in real life. Like, I think I'm gonna order like a cap and gown on Amazon for do. like ten dollars, just please so I can do. have like a black one. I can. Like, do you know anyone one. graduating this semester? Because I'm gonna say you could probably borrow it. But I know. Literally. Just order one. I mean, because like I think that's Let's something see. you should have. Cause it's for it's pretty like a monumental yeah, moment, okay, and I'd love to take them for you. We just need to do that before the semester is over. Yeah, let's do it for sure. So where do you see, like, your channel in five years? I know you said you're kind of, like, wanting to refresh your content, and I totally feel that because we're kind of wrapping up, like, college. the college part of our life, and I feel, I think we both feel that our channels are so heavily watched for our college content, and we mm-hmm. talk about all the time, you know, like, how are how are things going to go, like, when we're not in college anymore? Like, obviously, like, the people who are true supporters will, like, stick with us through whatever we're doing, but, like, where would you see your content in five years if you could, like, create that vision for yourself? Um, I think that I would love to incorporate more like fun graphics and fun editing. Yes, Not necessarily I agree. like crazy stuff, but just like cute stuff that I did myself. So if there's like an intro slide and I'm saying good morning, I would love the text to be something that I made on Procreate, for example. That's literally like how I feel right now. Right? Yes. It's, it's such I'm a like, good, I need to take the time to do this. Because I think that it would just make my vlogs feel more personal and also feel more exciting because I don't know if you get this too but whenever I'm working on something that's a little bit different than what I've normally done I like get so excited I'm like oh my gosh I'm like on my laptop I'm like I gotta edit this right now and it's something that's like like wow this is my passion and that's how I felt at the beginning of my YouTube I'm not saying I'm not passionate about my videos anymore but to once you kind of make the same sort of videos over a period of time it becomes sort of like a routine right and there's no creative spark there anymore and so that's what I would love to see on my channel is just videos that I really had so much fun making and I have some ideas I would love to make more content about um, living abroad I think that's going to be a little bit of a transition for for sure so I know that um, yeah just the process of learning a new language and what life is like there and work vlogs and weeks in my life and stuff like that because I love watching work weeks in my life same Shout out to, like, all the work. Michelle Reed's, <laughs> yeah. like, the queen, I that's feel like. Who, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I absolutely love her videos. So, I think just work weeks or, um, yeah, just just life in Europe would be kind of what I see it going to. Yeah, for sure. branching out a bit. That'll be really good. I'm excited to watch. And what do you think is, like, the hardest part about doing YouTube in college and the best part? Uh, I think the hardest part is that it's hard for me to separate schoolwork and YouTube work because it all feels like work and it can get really overwhelming sometimes Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's a very standard answer from from anyone that does YouTube but I feel like it's because it's really true that you know like my emails and brand deals and editing and all that stuff to me it's it's I don't want to say just as important it's not as important obviously my academics are my priority right now but I do place such a like high priority on trying to get all of my work done so I think that's the hardest part is just balancing everything yeah but I think the best part is just being able to share my life online I literally am so grateful for that and it's so crazy when I think about it I feel like maybe you feel this way it's just like these are, this is so cool that I get to interact with people. I get to like reply to their comments. They can give me advice because I've received over the years some amazing advice for sure. from viewers like all the time. And I think that that's so special and it's a really cool way to like have a creative outlet to connect with others. And so, yeah, I'm so like grateful for my like sneaky 15 year old self that started my channel <laughs> like behind my parents back because I wasn't allowed 
on the internet. <laughs> relate. I can relate. <laughs> That's awesome. And what do you think are your best like time management tips as far as balancing it all? Because everybody has a lot going on and with YouTube, it kind of like adds other stuff into the equation. Um, I think that having a, an effective planning system is really good. I know not everybody uses a planner, but for me, if I had to keep it all inside my head, I think I would literally oh, implode, crumble. Yes. like <laughs> turn into a puddle on the ground because <laughs> I have to kind of know what I'm doing. So I have a ton, tons of notes in my phone of to-do lists and keeping my budgets in check and my finances and my classwork assignments and my calendar is just like color-coded to the max and I'm not I'm not like super consistent it's not always like done perfectly but just kind of taking the time at the beginning of the semester to write down as many solid concrete due dates as possible that usually helps me a lot in the long term just to kind of know where I'm at and being in group messages for class helps because if someone else remembered there's a quiz tonight then I didn't yeah (laughs) that's so true and then how do you handle, like, the criticism and, like, the hate on YouTube? I know we, like, laugh at, like, comments together because yeah. we have to find someone that understands. And, like, sometimes you just get such outlandish things yeah. and, like, we'll just, like, screenshot them instead of to each other and just be, like, uh, like, Literally what? what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel, like, very lucky that I don't get yeah. a ton of negative comments on my channel. Um, and I feel like for a lot of the comments that I do get it's a lot of constructive criticism not always I mean there's obviously there's going to be times where people just feel like they're going to make an assumption on my life and they really don't know and most of the time the assumptions are completely false so there's not much I can do with that besides being like that's not true sorry move on but I will say that to a certain extent I will like to accept constructive criticism I think there's certain aspects of my channel that could totally improve um and then dealing with other types of hate I just think you have to just just let it let it yeah. slide away let your eyes see it and then it'd be gone yeah you know I mean? absolutely just because you know I think that it's really hard because we're online and we have like a platform that's built on this is my life but at the same time it's not our entire life and you know we're recording a certain number of minutes in a day and people can't truly know every little thing about you in that time and so I think it's just human nature to try to like put the pieces together to understand like well she must said this because she actually feels this and I totally get that but if it's hateful if it's like just inherently negative and it's not of benefit to anybody and they just want to be negative and I just kind of I'm like yeah yeah what can I do that's your flaw as a person not yeah mine. like exactly. sorry <laughs> yeah I like that answer a lot and then um getting I guess this is our last like question um wrapping it up what do you wish I guess we kind of already answered this honestly but what do you wish you could do on your channel that you don't necessarily make the time for or would like to do um like for me like mine was I edit my vlogs in a way that's most efficient for me and it's not necessarily like the style that I would like to edit my vlogs in but it's just what I have time to do at the moment and as far as like making the things and procreate and stuff like the little animated like just you know like text or whatever anything like that that's totally how I feel so I guess we already answered that but like I guess another way I could like frame that is like what kind of um going forward like what would you like to invest more time into in your channel and like how would you want to branch out to other platforms outside your channel like that kind of thing um I really like what you said about like the efficiency versus what I would ideally like to see because I think that there's only so much time in the day right and I watch certain people's vlogs and I'm just like this is so beautiful I, I want to make videos like this uh, and kind of incorporate my own like personal style into my vlogs so I think that would be great I also just would love to share more of like my personality and my friendships yeah. and my family because I I, love I do feel like to an extent um I don't necessarily like to throw a camera in people's face every time I'm with them so that's kind of the line that I struggle the most with because yeah. I love capturing those moments when I'm with like my people but at the same time I don't want it to be like oh Katie always you know records when we're together and I mean that's probably why I don't have a ton of that on my videos right now right but I would love to incorporate more of just like personal life you know more vulnerability more just like who I am and also just creativity in 
the way that I edit and the way that I film, I would love to take some like filmmaking classes because there's some like, there's some really good YouTube channels and they, a lot of them have like filmmaking backgrounds and they have such just like the way that the videos are just really crisp and different. So I would love to just learn more. And I think that would be a really good habit and hobby for me to take up so yeah yeah oh my gosh this was so much fun thank you so much for coming on like so much I think so many people are gonna love this episode like hearing something different like the study abroad and like all of that like our completely different but also like very similar college experiences and everything if you guys want to check Katie out on YouTube I mean it's just what youtube.com slash Katie Haran or is it a different username I think it's youtube.com slash life with katie life with katie like your og name you can also just search my yeah katie haran on youtube you'll find her um instagram just katie haran right yeah h-o-r-a-n if you need to know i'll spell it (laughs) (laughs) k-a-t-i-e so that's where you can find her um i don't any other social media no i think that's that's it i think that's all she's on but that's great. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on. And be sure to follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast Instagram and join the Facebook group. A lot of you guys like request to join the Facebook group, but don't answer the questions. And I'm not going to approve you until you answer the questions just to make sure you're not just like coming on there to like spam or like be weird or whatever. But it's like three really easy questions. I mean, I literally ask like <laughs> who does the podcast like. And then I think one of them's like, do you have any recommendations for the podcast? And will you follow the rules of the group? Like, that's literally it. So just answer them and then I'll approve you. There's like 20 people that I just like haven't approved yet because of that. But, and it's also like the group. Like when you search Gen Z Girl podcast on Facebook, it's the group and not the page. Because a lot of people like the page too, but I only have the page for the Instagram. So, because they like make you do that for like business Instagrams or whatever. But anyways, definitely be sure to check all that out. I will have all of Katie's info as well as the podcast in the show notes per usual and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode be sure to leave a review and yeah thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me all right bye guys bye guys